Hello everyone, Chad Franzen here, and welcome to the Kingdom Finance Show. Today we are going to reveal what you really need to know about the economy, the stock market, and real estate. And we're going to give you action steps to take right now to become a Kingdom Impact Investor. It's time to bring clarity out of chaos. Let's get started. Hey everyone, Chad Franzen. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Kingdom Finance Show. I'm really glad you're listening in. Uh, please give us a like and subscribe. Uh, if you want to connect more with our team at Wealth Builders Investments, you can reach us uh, online. It's probably the best way, wealthbuilders.net. We've got a lot of different resources, uh, free downloads, and, and different um, things to help equip you uh, to uh, gain clarity out of chaos. Uh, so that you can use your gifts, talents, abilities, resources to make a positive impact for the kingdom of God. So let's get started. Uh, I'm really excited uh, about uh, this episode. Again, we've we've covered a lot of financial topics, the U.S. dollar, mortgage rates, what's going on with banks, um, and those are all very important things uh, to do as part of our education, but I want to take a step back today, and um, I recently put wrote this white paper for an organization I'm a part of, and the title of the white paper was um, Awaken and Empower Christians in Business and Investing. And so this is something I'm very passionate about, which I know if you're listening, you probably share a uh, similar passion uh, in the sphere of influence that you're in, but I really believe today more than ever there's a need for people who have a heart after God, who who really desire to walk with wisdom and with purpose in, in how they manage all spheres of of what they have been given. You know that includes finances and includes our time and our talents and our creativity. And but but yet the context of culture is filled with chaos, division, hate. And uh, it's sometimes just just uh, flat out confusion or misinformation on what to do when it comes to running your business, to investing, to personal finance, to personal economics, how to uh, prepare for college, retirement, how to pay off debt, how to grow wealth and use it for kingdom impact. And I really think a lot of that is just that we do live in this Babylonian culture. But there's also a lack of coaches, of guides, of teachers, of, shall we say, spiritual fathers and mothers who will come alongside people, peers, and the next generation to guide people. Uh, What is a kingdom framework for running a business and investing when we live in a world system that is not of the kingdom of God. And so why aren't more Christians actively engaging uh, their faith with what they do in the marketplace? So I really want to talk about that today. I believe there's three main drivers um, that uh, answer why we as Christians do not integrate our, our faith, our spiritual formation, our kingdom beliefs, of who Jesus is into our business, into our finances. You know, there's an interesting statistic uh, it came out in a Christianity Today article last year, August of 2022, and 
it really blew me away when I read it uh, that there is about 30 trillion, that's 30 with a T, trillion, not, not billion, $30 trillion uh, in the United States controlled by Christians in the stock and bond markets. Now, I'm not talking about real estate. I'm not talking about private business enterprise value. Just talking about stocks and bonds, mutual funds, retirement accounts, so forth. $30 trillion controlled by Christians. These are either Christian individuals, Christian organizations, Christian companies. And of that, only 8%, or about $260, $265 billion, only 8% of that money was in any way invested using a, I'm going to call it a faith-based framework, a, a Christian values framework. And that, that really makes us ask, well, why? Why is that number so low? And the, the, um, the article went on to explain that of that 8%, uh, most of it is just simple negative screens, such as uh, we're not going to invest in companies that openly support abortion or that are tied to human trafficking or that um, are involved in um, gambling or marijuana, things like that. So they were just, they were purely just a negative screen, which is really just, um, that's the ground floor for applying the principles of the Bible, the teachings of Christ, which are as relevant today as they were 2,000 years ago, to the world of economics. So I really believe, so in this paper, uh, you know, I wrote it, I really did some research on it. Um, th- I think there's some contributing factors uh, as to why uh, we as Christians, we fail to apply uh, the available biblical wisdom to managing our businesses, um, our careers, uh, and, and just our personal finances. Uh, so I want to share some of those with you, and um, you know I think it'll be really, really impactful uh, as we talk through this. Again, this is more kingdom framework, kingdom concept today. I'm not going into uh, specifics on what's going on in the markets, but again, that's that's the heart behind Kingdom of Finance Show is we want to give you a mix of both, right? We're, we we are we want to walk in spirit and in truth with how we manage what God has given us. So the first contributing factor to this is is that the world will not teach us. So most of the wealth in business and investments is is controlled by what I'm going to call the the Babylonian system. So you can call that Wall Street, you can call that corporate America. And there's this third component uh which is called academia. And so the, the sphere of academia uh, is responsible for what track of education, uh, what access to education is given in the area of personal finance, economics. Uh, how many of us were, were given any substantial coursework in high school on personal economics? For the most part, no. Some of you, yes, and count yourselves as the lucky ones. Uh, most of us had, if you did learn it, you learned it from a family member, a parent, a grandparent um, on that. So you've got this, you know, this, this, uh, these three amigos, corporate America, Wall Street, and academia, three 
of the spheres of culture, um, they have a much different lens by which they look at the world, you know, right? And this creates a really sizable hurdle for everyday uh, middle-class citizens to gain the, the, the level of knowledge and understanding that they need to gain not only financial freedom, uh, but to make an impact that glorifies God. You know, right, we get general advice. We get the generic prescription. Hey, get out of debt, buy some life insurance, you know, invest in your company's 401k. Um, If you get any biblical add-on, it's tithe 10%. Um, right. And then when it comes to Wall Street, it's just, hey, you know, give us your money, uh, buy and hold um, stocks and bonds, mutual funds, buy, you know, you know, buy and hold, ride the wave. Don't worry about recessions. It all works out long term. Historically, you're going to average 8%. Well, investing is still very psychological. There's a lot of behavioral finance to that. And most studies show that human nature uh, does not like riding the roller coaster when it comes to um, misinformation from the media or um, volatility in, in how your money is invested on that. So again, point one is just that the world system is not going to teach us um, how to really be a kingdom-minded investor, how to wield what God has given us in the way of uh, businesses, ideas, creativity, money in a way that is um, benefiting to God. Uh, That's not a shocker, but I think it's just acknowledging that a lot of the things we read, a lot of the things we hear, um, they're they're just noise. They don't actually bring life to becoming financially free and applying uh, biblical principles to our life, to our families in the area of finance and business. So the second point of why I think, again, I'm kind of going back to that statistic of of why uh, only 8% of the money that Christians control in the stock and bond markets uh, are are faith-based, faith-driven, which is shocking. Now, now there's there's much more. I mean, many many of you are successful business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, um, and so that's a whole other uh, a whole nother, uh, level of assets. But my second point is, uh, there, there's this fallacy and, and, and much of this creeps into the church of sacred versus secular divide. And, um, you know, it's almost like this separation of church and state and it's, it's the right thing to do. Um, but I think a lot of us, even within the Christian community, uh, we take a, we're almost like programmed to take a sacred or secular approach into life. So is my life integrated? Is my life holistic? I know I have a, a lot of, a lot of measure to grow personally in that. I, I want to be more integrated. I want to be more holistic, but I also want to keep it simple. And that is often the struggle. Um, you know, we have a high number uh, of Christians in the United States who are either not registered to vote or registered and don't vote, and, and they don't vote biblical principles. And I, I just cannot understand why 
if if principles from the Bible were relevant when God gave them, why they're not still relevant today. I, I don't think human nature has figured out a better way to do things that is than what's in God's Word um, on that. So, you know, I would say there's a lack of leadership, and, and this may rub some the wrong way. I think there's a lack of leadership from the pulpit in, in churches and in communities and cities on, on relevant social topics. And, um, you know, for fear of losing people, for fear of losing the tithe, uh, for just fear of man, which we all deal with, myself included. So, you know, Dave Ramsey has done a great job. You know, there's some uh, different financial education programs we see coming through a lot of the churches. Um, but what would it look like to have leaders um, in your community, in your church, in your school, in your businesses that were really focused, made it a priority to talk about not just getting out of debt, but how do we understand the world economic system and how do we make choices of where our money is invested? Because when we invest, it's a form of ownership. And if we align ourselves with things that are 180 degrees opposite from the teachings of Jesus, we have now compromised ourselves. And I want to challenge you that that is a, a level of duplicity that the Lord does not want. And it's not about making this a religious thing. Uh, it's not about um, choosing not to love others who have chosen chosen different lifestyles or views. It's merely making a choice to not put your business and your investment dollars in alignment with things that you know are against the Word of God. And so I think that's a big miss, um, and I think you know we can't just point the finger outward. I think we have to look inwardly uh, of just um, everything is worship, as A.W. Tozer said. So there is no sacred-secular divide. We have to view um, becoming with one with Jesus also includes how we manage our businesses, our work careers, our investing the ideas he gives us, the creativity he gives us, <clears throat> that's a really big one. So again, that, that's that's point two on why I think um, we just don't, we're not managing the way I think the Lord wants us to manage resources. So the third, the third driver, which I believe uh, is just, uh, and particularly uh, Western culture in the United States, uh, there is this pulse of, uh, this is number three, uh, of human busyness, of self-comfort. And uh, there's just really that spirit of busyness. You know what I'm saying? Like just that that constant drive where you're like, I feel like I'm constantly on a treadmill, you know, and um, mentally, emotionally, physically. And it's just, it's just this ploy of the enemy um, just to drive us crazy. And, and just to really kill your soul from, A, having intimacy with God, but but also it's like putting things before you to find success and affirmation and satisfaction. And, um, you know, you think of, you think of being on an ocean, um, 
and you know, you go to Florida and you, and you go to a beach and you go out on a boat uh, out onto the ocean and or in the Gulf and and you look out and you see the horizon. Um, and yet, you know, no matter how far out you go out into the middle of the ocean, you never reach the horizon, right? And so, I think it's very much how we are, no matter what season of life you're in, whether you're single or married, have kids or are a grandparent that, or you're a young student and, um, it is, um, this trap by the enemy that, um, you're never going to arrive. You got to keep going. And eventually you'll, you'll meet this euphoric horizon of success and accolade and affirmation. Uh, but it is a mirage. And, um, so just this this uh, pulse of busyness, uh, some would call it secular humanism, uh, but it's just this drive for, uh, as a mentor of mine uh, told me years ago, and, and uh, he coined this phrase of, uh, we, we have to really step out from three things, comfort, convenience, and control. So the three C's. And, and really, we, we do a lot of things um, out of either consciously or subconsciously a desire for comfort, convenience, and control. And often, that is the enemy of intimacy with God. And, the, and, the, and this may sound like I'm preaching and, and I'm off point with finance, but I don't think I am, because in my financial decision-making, in my business, um, in my investing, uh, if I take shortcuts or I make decisions that are really driven by comfort, convenience, control, well, you know, it's just easy to take my advisor's advice and whatever he or she wants to do, put me in BlackRock mutual funds. I don't care. I trust them. They have a good long-term track record. Well, that's convenient, right? Or, you know, I don't really want to analyze what I'm investing in. It's doing okay, that's comfort, you know, right? So I think even the Lord beckons us just to say, well, there, there's more. There's more to knowing Him with how we manage our business uh, and our investing. And uh, in, in a way, we're, we're abdicating. We're becoming passive like Adam because we say, well, someone, I'm not, I'm not a finance person, Chad. I mean, I hear that from people all the time. Well, I don't know anything about finance. And I, and I think you sell yourselves too short because I've met many of you and you're extremely intelligent and um, the Lord's given you a lot of knowledge and wisdom in areas that, that I don't have knowledge and wisdom on. So I think all of us, you know, we carry the mind of Christ and I think all of us, regardless of age or circumstance, are fully capable to, to understand what I'm going to call kingdom economics. Well, I'm really passionate about this. You can probably tell, but uh, this is, I think, something that really we need to do a bit of a gut check as you know we talk about what's going on in the markets and how do we gain financial freedom and what about investing in this or investing in that. But uh, I think today I really wanted to take a step back and say, well, what's going on here just, just at a macro level with the Christian community? Um, so again, I want to just summarize and I'll wrap up today's show. Um, I'm going to do a second episode, uh, just continuing 
this topic of awakening and empowering Christians in business and investing. So awakening and empower. Uh, really, today's show, I wanted to address the problem um, of why only 8% of money that's controlled by Christians in the stock and bond market is invested using a faith-driven or kingdom framework. Again, I talked about how the Babylon system uh, will not teach us, uh, corporate America, Wall Street, academia. And uh, we talked about this sacred versus secular divide, and a lot of that is inward-looking. You know, we, we can certainly control that. And then that third point of just this spirit of busyness and, and, and that the enemy is often comfort, convenience, and control, and so we, we abdicate some of the gifts and ability God has given us. And he's given us his spirit to be our teacher and our guide, right? And, and so um, we, we've become passive in, in some of these decisions that are ours, and we just kind of let the world do it. So I, I think really it's time to take those things back. It's time to take up our authority in Christ to make decisions. They may not be comfortable or convenient. We may have to lose some control. And we need to really wash out this sacred and secular divide fallacy. And, and we also just have to acknowledge um, we have to get what we need from the world system to learn. We need, we, need, we need the education and the tools that corporate America and Wall Street and academia have, but then we take them and shape them using a kingdom framework, right? So um, on the next episode, I'm going to continue this theme of awakening and empowerment in business and investing. I'm going to talk about um, three uh, drivers on how do we do that? What does it look like? Okay, Chad, I'm fired up. I totally agree with you. This makes sense. I've been thinking the same thing. So on the next episode, I'm going to cover, okay, uh, if we're on board, then how do we do it? Uh, and I'm going to, so, so please listen to both parts of this show. Um, part two will be really applications for driving and awakening uh, in the area of business and investing. Yeah, I want to close uh, today's show with a quote from um, really a prophetic voice from the, I think, late 60s and 1970s, a uh, man by the name of Francis Schaeffer. And, um, you know, really fascinating uh, what he was doing then. And, and he had, um, in, in one of his um, uh, books and teachings, uh, it's called How, How, How Then Should We Live, um, he had this powerful quote, and I ran across it the other day. I was going through my library of hundreds of books, and uh, it just really stuck with me. And I wanted to share that with you in closing because I, you know, it was written in the early 70s uh, in the U.S. He spent a lot of time in the U.S. and Europe, and um, but really relevant to 2023 and what we as Christians are facing. Uh, in the world, whether you're in the U.S. or internationally. And uh, so let me read this to you, and then I'll wrap this up. And, uh, you know, Schaefer said, uh, With such values will men stand for their liberties. Will they not give up their li liberties step by step, inch by inch, as long as their own personal peace and prosperity is sustained and not challenged? And I thought, wow, I read that, and I'm like, well, that's, that's comfort, convenience, and control, right? 
Uh, I'm guilty of that. Now, he goes on to say, uh, Schaefer said, I, I believe the majority, uh, young and old, will sustain the loss of liberties without raising their voice as long as their own lifestyles are not threatened. And since personal peace and affluence are the only values often that count, politicians know this, and they know that, they, that to be elected, they must promise these things. So that's a mic drop uh, from Francis Schaeffer in the 1970s. Wow. Um, that's it. And I think that's really the call to arms for Christians of uh, we have to take back our authority in our decision-making, not only how we vote, not only in what's going on with our schools, uh, but how we run our businesses, the companies we work for, um, and the way we invest and manage our, our money um, on that. We really cannot abdicate inch by inch um, what, um, w- what God has called us to um, on that. So, wow, um, I hope you've enjoyed and been blessed by today's show. Again, I really want to awaken and, and empower in you. And so I just declare uh, an, an, just a, a welling up of uh, God's Spirit in you today uh, for making kingdom choices in your life and your family and with your resources. And um, check in with us on the next episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue on this theme, and I'm going to share three uh, three ways, three methods for us to really apply and solve this problem. Because I do believe, um, you know, the media is not going to report it, but I, I'm very hopeful. Um, there, there's a lot of people, a lot of organizations in the U.S. and abroad that are, are doing some amazing things. I'm telling you, some incredible things in, in business, in entrepreneurship, in investing that, um, you know, if you saw it on Fox News or uh, online, you would just be, man, that's, that is, you know, God is on the throne and he is. So, uh, be encouraged and, uh, thanks so much for joining us on the kingdom finance show today for awaken and empower. And we'll pick it up next week, uh, for some applications. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Kingdom Finance Show. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review. It really helps to get the word out. For more resources on becoming a Kingdom investor and to connect with us directly, visit our website at wealthbuilders.net. That's wealthbuilders.net. We'll see you next time on the Kingdom Finance Show.